Hello everybody and welcome back to Signal Talks. Today's question is, how can I keep focus within my team, but with an open mind to innovate? Yeah, this is a really important question. And uh, this question came up a lot specifically in 2020 when all of us kind of experienced this immediate shift from going to an office every day to working at home. And what I can tell you from some of the leadership teams that I've had an opportunity to work with personally, this was kind of a fascinating exercise because certainly as human beings, we're thinking, wow, well, Stefan's working at home now. How much time is he spending on work and how much time is he spending watching TV to see what's happening with this virus and what he could do? And that came up a lot with a lot of people. So if I could help you reframe that slightly, I think we can share some comments that might be useful to people. Number one, how might we design a culture of innovation that prioritizes execution? because that's the key and the organizations, again, everything we share on these either short signal talks on signals talks plus or anything on 33 voices for that matter is really from our experiences, from things that we've learned through the 17 plus hundred interviews that we've done from the work that we're doing with companies of all sizes, large and small and all the research that we do with our collaborators. So none of this we make up. I think it's important for people to understand that. So this particular question, I think, is really key because I experienced this firsthand last year with several very prominent organizations. And fortunately, the organizations really, really thrived in 2020. And here is one of the key principles. If everything is important, then nothing's important. That sounds really simple. But let me say that again. If everything is important, then nothing's important. And you and I actually had our own conversation about that yesterday with what we're doing and some of the things that we're working on. And what this does is it establishes a leadership precedent that will almost always go unwritten and unnoticed. People will just live it because it's a behavioral issue, but it starts with you as a leader. It starts with your founding team. And as we've shared briefly on these talks, this is really about the point of view of the company. This is part of this whole category design where you're designing the company and the company needs to be designed around a point of view. So I can give you an example and these are some things we'll share in the future. If you look at companies like Google, not that we want people to be Google. But if you look at companies like Google, Google operates with four simple OKRs, period. Everybody knows them. Everybody sees them. They're updated in real time. So the entire trillion dollar organization that Google is, every year they have four objectives and key result. Objective is the overarching goal. It's the what? Key results is the what are they going to do to try to achieve it? So that's what we mean by point of view and behavior issues. So if we are talking or working with a founding team, we're going to ask them two critical questions. The first question is, if I asked the last person you hired and the first person you hired or somebody who's a senior leader in a company to describe your corporate priorities and objectives, would I get the same answer? 
really simple. So if I go to the person you just hired yesterday who started and the person who founded the company with you or the person or who's his boss or his manager, and I ask him what the corporate priorities are, would I get the same answer? If you were working at Google, you'd kind of punch it up and you'd say, hey, here are the OKRs. If the answer to that question, Stefan, is yes, my suggestion would be to make sure that your leadership team never loses sight of that. Agreed. Okay? We talk a lot about perpetual excellence. And in the easiest place in the world to recognize who's great year in and year out is sports. Very few organizations around the world in any sport are able to maintain that championship level. That's why we're fascinated by teams who do. And everybody wants to know, how do you win and keep winning and keep winning and keep winning? They never become complacent at, at this idea that if everything's important, nothing's important. So if the answer to that question is the last person I hired and the first person I hired is going to give me the same answer, good for you, bravo for your team. Just make sure that you keep this perpetual excellence as a part of your point of view. If the answer to that question is no, on the other hand, this is an incredible opportunity for you to understand what's missing. And I'm going to underline again, what's missing? What is the gap? What does the last person say and the first person say? And what's missing? Because this gives you an opportunity to reimagine the type of environment that you want to build. This gives you an opportunity to reimagine what world-class talent wants because world-class talent wants to be part of something really meaningful. They wanna be part of something where they know they're having an impact every single day. So your corporate objectives and your priorities need to be as transparent as Google's. Everybody needs to know what your corporate priorities are. Tesla isn't built to build cars. Tesla is a solution to the environmental problems that we have. That's a much bigger task than can we design a really nice car that goes 350 miles on a charge. So you got to keep these OKRs and, you know, those are some things that we'll share in specifics in the future, but you got to make them transparent. The other thing that I would be deliberate about is coming together as an organization several times a year to reimagine everything, whether it's twice a year and preferably in person, but last year we proved that we don't need to be in the same room. But the purpose of getting together is to understand as an organization, what makes us unique? What are our superpowers as an organization that nobody else can replicate? And how do we amplify those strengths? How do we partner with people that can, that can turn our weaknesses into their own superpowers? So I think that the key to this is transparency, openness, and to make sure that every person in the organization can recite, here's where we're heading as an organization. And if you can do that and people feel free to share their ideas, you have a really great chance to win. Fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing, Mo. And until next time. Mm -hmm.